0: The market has had a pretty rough start to the year, basically since the start of the year. We've been in a pretty uh, consistent and relatively aggressive downtrend. If you look at the map and the chart of the S&P 500, you will see a downtrend, a pretty easy to map out, and clear one, is starting to form. So, what do we do now? Is it time to buy? Should we fight the trend? Well, I don't necessarily know if we should be looking at the S&P 500. We should be looking at individual stock names and individual categories to cause outperformance to occur. What do I mean by that and why do I think we should look at the trend? The S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, etc., are dictated uh, largely by very heavy, big positions. One of those positions, we'll just pick on somebody for an example because I think it is a very relevant example is Microsoft. Nothing against Microsoft. It's a great company. I recently bought the new Xbox. But despite all of its greatness, it's a very expensive stock. It's trading at 29 or so times earnings, maybe slightly lower, maybe slightly higher. Um, that, in my opinion, is fully valued. And that is down already quite substantially from where it was. I don't necessarily expect earnings growth to continue growing. It's possible. I'm no expert uh, specifically on Microsoft. I haven't owned the stock in a very long time. I don't work at the company. I understand the business, but not incredibly well. So take this with a grain of salt. But my understanding based on companies, and this I do feel like I'm an expert in, that size, the multiple you're paying, Is quite a lot and you can you can put yourself in a position to resonate with this let's say you can only buy a couple businesses and you have to hold them forever would you want to hold a business that will take you 10 years to make the amount of money that you put in or 29 years to take to make the amount of money you want to put in for a company that is growing, and next year's earnings are gonna be, let's say, 30% bigger than this year's earnings, 29 years at current level, the current level of earnings, okay, fine, because I know future earnings are gonna be a lot higher. Microsoft, wow, maybe they'll continue to grow earnings at a, a significant rate. I don't know what it's gonna be. It's probably not the same rate it's been in the past. It's probably gonna be a slower rate. You know, if it has that growth, And that continues obviously the 29 doesn't even matter but a company that size that has experienced a goldilocks situation that has a ceo selling a massive portion of his stock i know washington passed some strange you know tax rule but selling it pretty close to the high uh i think it's expensive and the reason why i'm Talking about Microsoft in particular, it's not because I have anything wrong with Microsoft as a company. No, it's just the sheer size. It just happens to be such a big company, and if such a big company like that, and the other companies rel- like also that kind of size, you know, all trading at the same multiples, basically, um, those companies are the S and P five hundred. Like they are the S and P five hundred, at least as far as I'm concerned. They occupy such a large percentage of the weight. They dictate the index, which occasionally sometimes dictates other stocks. Anyways, my point here is, I'm not trying to look at the S&P 500 anymore. That is not, that's not what we're doing, okay? We don't want to buy the market. We don't want it. We don't want Microsoft. I feel like I have no edge. That's for the steady people who are running pension funds with boring ass money and can let it sit for 29 years we're not in that position we're trying to do very well and always have an edge everything I talk about I'm always trying to formulate an edge I'm trying to see what's consensus what's not consensus should I be with consensus or as Ray Dalio says should I bet against the consensus and be right hopefully be right anyways I'm not necessarily loving the S&P 500, not necessarily loving Microsoft. I think that stock should not be so expensive. The market, broadly, should not be so expensive. Um, I've talked a whole lot about rates. I'm gonna get to that in a second and how that affects Microsoft. First, what am I liking? Because I am mostly invested. Yes, I have a large cash position, a little over 10%. Got some downside protection too, even though I sold a good amount of it today, I had some expiring today, I had some expiring last week. We made a good amount of money on all that downside protection that we've discussed on this channel. What I'm looking at and the, what I bought today were my favorite 10X growth stocks. Because unlike Microsoft, these companies, given a long enough time horizon, can actually grow their earnings. Double or even triple digits per year from here. Kathy Wood has been hated, and a lot of people hate her, and she's having a bad year. But she projects, and I'm not saying I agree with her or that she is right and this is how she's gonna her returns are gonna look. I'm just trying to highlight the same sort of thinking and logic I am agreeing with. She says she expects to have 50% annualized returns. Now, she can still achieve that and have a down year this year and next year. No problem. She can still achieve that. Why? If those companies give them two more years to develop their products, build out their revenue streams, if after that they can go to market and start generating some pretty significant sales, you can see tremendous returns in those companies. And I'm willing to wait some time. I'm not trying to trade for tomorrow. I'm not trying to trade for next month. I'm not even trying to trade for next year. You know, I'm really. I mean, okay, fine. Maybe I'm trying to trade for next year. Maybe then you're trying to get me into the exit zone. You know, I don't want to buy a position and hold it for five years. I think that's too long unless it's a crazy position. But I will expect to go up in the next five years if it is a crazy position. Anyways, I'm I'm willing to have a little bit of a long-term hold. A little bit of a hold i have plenty that's most of my portfolio actually is positions i hold if they see gain i'll take some off trim some or sell the whole position etc 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 but uh so there are stocks socks in that bucket in that 10x growth bucket that i think are very well priced and i'm buying and i have been buying even at higher prices we talk about them a lot on this channel jumia editas CRISPR therapeutics Smile Direct Club. We previously owned Intelia. It got too expensive relative to CRISPR and We're now taking a hard look at that. We haven't added it yet, but we'll see what happens. So, you know, we are not afraid to buy. But we're buying stuff that is cheap and not buying stuff that is expensive and, quote, safe even though it's expensive. So, at least in my opinion. Rates. Rates. This is a pretty important topic and it's going to dictate a lot for companies like Microsoft. These companies like Microsoft, the reason why they've gotten so expensive in my opinion is that when bond yields were so low, big funds, bondholders, etc., viewed a company like Microsoft as safe or low risk, characterized by the fact that Apple's bond yields were on par, close to a US government bond yield. So they're getting the same kind of rates. Not exactly the same, obviously, but pretty darn close. So people with yields so low, decided, hmm, Microsoft is now a very comparable investment and decided to invest in companies like Microsoft. Now, when bond yields are going up, people are saying, oh, finally, I can actually make some money on my yield, on my bond, on my loan. My assumption is that is people have been saying that's going to impact the 10x growth companies. I don't necessarily think that anymore. I think those companies have moved in anticipation of that. I think it's going to really affect the big behemoth tech companies that have had fantastic growth. But where's that same level of growth coming from? I don't know. I don't know. So you give it less growth with rising yields, with a good portion of their ownership being people who went there because it was comparable to yields. Now, all those forces causing them to leave and go back to bonds, that is going to have an effect. And I think the stock is expensive, think yields are gonna go up. Those companies are massive portions of the S&P 500, and therefore, I'm staying away from those names. I would recommend, I am Series 65 licensed, um, but you are not a client unless you are a client. And if you aren't a client, and you have a net worth of over two and a half million, I suggest you hit me up, you can look up our returns. We're banned on Twitter, we got them on LinkedIn, um they're good right now. So that's today's video. Until next time. Peace out.